Are you ready to start living and creating your life from possibility, joy, and ease? What if every day could be a miraculous adventure? Welcome to Creating Beyond Reality Radio. Join us for a dynamic conversation of creation and possibility. Now, here is our host, creatress of magnitude, Heather Nichols. Welcome, everybody, to Creating Beyond Reality Radio. This is Heather Nichols, and we're here this week with the amazing Miss Diva Diaz. Um, We're going to actually talk about bodies and the difference that bodies be. Diva is... um, an access consciousness facilitator, an X-Men facilitator. Um, I just don't actually, I'm like, I don't have your bio in front of me. I'm so bad, but um, creator of like many phenomenal things. She's just created a new, brand new business. Um, she's actually in Peru right now as we speak, uh, playing with that. And um, really one of the most dynamic creators I know and somebody just that I love talking to Um so brilliant and fun. So thanks, Diva, for being here and welcome. Thank you for inviting me and for that introduction. <laughs> I'm <very> grateful. <laughs> I'm always like, um, they facilitate a lot of things. I don't know. I, I'm, not, I'm not a big fan of like reading shit on my radio show. So I, I, I tend to not do that, even though we have your bio, but you know. No, I don't think it's all good. <laughs> So we're talking about bodies and you actually have, um, I was inspired to to have this conversation with you because I know there's some really cool stuff that you know about bodies that is really different um, than, you know, what most people uh, are aware of. And, um, and um, you're about to do a telecall on this topic, X-Men and bodies um, starting it's like tomorrow if you listen to this show when it airs, um, but it's April 9th. Is it the 9th and 10th of April? Yes, it's the yeah. 9th, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Um, and um, X-Men and Bodies is such a fascinating topic for me. It's been just something that's created a lot in my world and just what I've been able to play with with some of this information and awareness of how different X-Men bodies can be um, and the capacities and all of that stuff. So um, actually let's talk for anybody who doesn't know what X-Men even, what that even is. um, Can you talk a little bit about that? And then of course the body piece. Yeah, Yeah, of course. Um, I mean, I'm sure you guys, if you haven't seen the the films, the X-Men films, you've at least heard of them (laughs) or, you know, you know, of Marvel. Um, And so, they're these superheroes that have these amazing superpowers. And um, with Access Consciousness, we, we basically affectionately call um, people who've been labeled with any kind of disability from autism to schizophrenia, um, we call them the X-Men because we don't see any of those things as disabilities, not, from, not just from the sense that we're trying to be positive about it, but we genuinely don't believe that they're disabilities at all. Um, We know that they are amazing capacities and they're different ways of receiving information, different ways of perceiving the world, different ways of communicating, of interacting, of engaging with the world around them. And so we call them the X-Men. And and I guess leading on from this, these, um, you know, this amazing group of people, they also have very wildly dynamic capacities with their bodies that very often go unseen and unacknowledged because 
it often looks like a problem or a disability or something that isn't great, which I know we're going to talk a lot more about today because <laughs> <laughs> this is a topic that Heather and I love. Um, but yeah, I'd say that's that's kind of it in a nutshell. <laughs> is there anything you would add to that? Uh, wow. Um, yeah, a million things. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think just realizing, like when I realized that my body really was not the same as a lot of other bodies on the planet and that that was true for a lot of people, like that there isn't like a way that bodies are supposed to function or they do function, which, Mm. you know, Western medicine really has us believe like there's this, there's this, there's this, and this is how that works. And we get locked into this, like the story of our genetics and our biology and, you know, that is really this energetic mimicry of other people, other bodies, the world. And when I realized that was actually totally changeable and, um, and um, not, you know, like the, the, the future of my body written in stone, you know, um, it was just, it's been so cool to just play with, wow. Okay. I mean, really, and just asking questions like, okay, body, what, what do you be? What do you know? What, you know, like, what do you, what, what are you capable of doing that I've never considered, you know? And um, just asking our bodies to show us what they know, what they be, what they'd like to be, what they're capable of, like all of those capacities. It's such a cool way to just play and live to me. You know, it's like what, without definition, but just the sense of like, of the wonder of, wow, what is this thing, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it's such a different way of even considering the topic of yeah. your body. Yeah. Because we're really taught that the body's kind of like a byproduct of whatever you're forcing it to do. So it's like if you're, I don't know, not having a fun time or you're sick, then, you know, you can't do anything to change it. You definitely can't interact with your body you are sick it's not even like your body or something going on so then it, it really creates this weird space where it's like you as the being suddenly it, it, i don't know if any of this is making sense but it's kind of like the sense that we are our bodies when we're actually not yeah. <laughs> because if that were true then when we died we would hang around but we don't like the body is left without a being a soul spirit whatever you want to call um whatever you want to call it there so it's it's kind of it's such a I'd say controversial topic as well in the sense that, you know, what if your body really is like this great companion that you can, like you're saying, like play with, collaborate with, create with, and you are not your body, you know? It's like Mm -hmm. if your body is sick, it doesn't mean you are sick. If you're having a lot of intensity because maybe, I don't know, you're in a crowded area or because you're very sensitive to light or to sound, it doesn't necessarily mean that that's you. What if that's actually your body giving you information? And I know for me, when I first heard that, it actually took like a couple of years for it to really sink in on a lot of different levels um, to make to make me realize that I wasn't the one that was having a problem and neither was my body. It was actually just giving me information. Yeah. Know, it's a sensorial organ. So, yeah, it's just... It's such a big topic and it's, uh, yeah, it's, <laughs> I don't know how much any of that made sense, but it made sense to me. <laughs> totally, totally. Yeah. <laughs> We're like 
per- perceiving all the bodies and <laughs> yeah. being excellent, you know. Um, yeah, and um, I mean that is amazing in and of itself. Just to 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 get out of this problem reality with bodies, and you know, if there's pain, if there's illness, quote unquote, whatever to be just to, to go to the curiosity of, Oh, what are you, what is the information that you're giving me? You know, to have that kind of a, of a conversation with our bodies is so different. And, you know, I, I was a somatic psychotherapist for many years before I started doing access consciousness. So that was actually something that I did like all the time. Every single session that I did was, guiding people to have conversations with their bodies and for their bodies to show them, you know, like how to unwind trauma and different, you know, things that they were holding on to. Um, and at the time I, what I loved so much about that work was it was so fast, you know, and then, then I found access, which is even faster. Um, but the change that I could create with people was really fast and really dynamic and really um, like full in a way. Like it wasn't just the, the therapy model of let's talk about it and maybe you cry a little bit and, you know, (laughs) (laughs) but it was actually really including the body and the unwinding of things, you know, Um, and honoring the consciousness of, of the body. And um, that was my, you know, kind of what I was doing before I found this stuff. And it's been amazing to bring these conversations into that and, and even, you know, recognize not only does the body have a capacity to communicate with us um, and for us to have this communication with it, but also like as this creative ally and like this creative partner, you know, this like organism, like you were saying that, you know, we can, we can be tapping into um, to, to create something totally different. So, I mean, and now we're like doing like an advanced access class on the radio, but Hey, (laughs) why not? (laughs) But I love what you were saying there as well about how the change is so fast. Yeah. Because I think like, that's like, that's one of the things that we forget that bodies are actually incredibly fast. Mm-hmm. We have this idea that if it's, you know, if you've had a sickness or pain in your back for six months, it's going to take at least that long or half the time or whatever to <laughs> change it, to get rid of it. But if you think about it, our bodies are incredibly fast. Otherwise, when you take an Advil, it wouldn't work so quickly. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like when you drink a Coke, you wouldn't feel like energetic so fast afterwards. Like they're incredibly, incredibly quick. And that's one of the, the excellent capacities that we look at too, that we, we tend to think that people are slow or um, they're just not getting things as quickly as us. But what if they are getting things way faster than we realize, just in a very different way? And yeah. I'd say that conversation really extends to the body as well, because how much of the change, you know, that our body is trying to help us with or, or you know, go through, are we stopping just because of the belief we have that it's going to, take a long time or it's going to look a certain way yeah that's amazing that's such a good point I mean I I I I still catch myself doing that sometimes with you know healing certain things or you know if there's something I'd like to change or or whatever um 
that involves my body. It's like that kind of that point of view of, okay, well now I need to roll up my sleeves and I need to get to work. And then this is going to be a thing and we're gonna, it's going to be a project. And so, um, yeah. So everywhere we've made our bodies a project, um, rather than a possibility <laughs> can we destroy and uncreate all of that <laughs> right wrong good bad all name puck punch shirts boys and beyonds and if you don't know what i just said that's the excess consciousness clearing statement that just is like a big delete button for a lot of unconsciousness um and you don't even know need to know what it is or how it works and if you want to know you can go to the clearingstatement.com and find out more about it um well, you know what I love about this too, actually, that, I mean, even just using the clearing statement and and even asking questions, those are things that are not very logical. Mm-hmm. Like, we can't really explain why they work, but they work. Mm-hmm. Um, and that really is the way that X-Men function. They don't function from a linear logical perspective. So the way that I like to say it is that actually, what if they're way further ahead in the game of, starting to have a sense of communion and oneness with their body because they don't have that linear logical, um, you know, traditional kind of mindset that is making them figure out if something's going to work, why it's going to work. You know, when you actually apply these tools, they just work. Um, yeah. And that's a huge advantage, I'd say, that, you know, X-Men personalities tend to have. <laughs> that's really cool. Yeah. And, and Wow. I love that. Um, yeah, it's like the, I, I, and I think that's like the, the speed thing and the, the like no point of view, like the ease of change and this like the space that X-Men be. Um, yeah. It's so, I, that is such, I actually am I'm doing an X-Men telecall right now, a six part call and we, um, we just started it today, actually, the day that we're recording this. Um, but um, but uh, it's like, it was so, it was such a great reminder to me of like this, these pieces of information that actually are so helpful to have, you know, because nobody talks about how X-Men function and, and like, and of course, it's not like a, this is how you function. If, if you have this and this, you are an X-Men and this is how you function. You know? <laughs> but like these different spaces and the, the speed and the awareness and the no judgment and all these things that are so different. And it can be such a relief for people. I was seeing this on the call today. It was like mm. all these people just going, oh my God, you know, it can be such a relief when you get this information that actually has this lightness in your world, like a, you know, it resonates or whatever you want to say that actually gives you more information about you, you know, Oh my God, that is so true for me, you know? And then from there, like where, like the awareness that that can open up is, is so amazing. And that's one of the things I'm just so grateful about with these tools is that um is like there's loads of information here that nobody nobody tells us nobody gives us you know um that can change everything yeah truly and you know it's it's such a gift really because 
a lot of the things that are considered problems, say, for X-Men, like, you know, I mentioned briefly, like being oversensitive, where we like to see that as actually being extremely aware, um, you know, but all of these things, like if you do have sensitivity to light, to sound, or just to being in crowded spaces, you know, just as some examples, all of those things, there's like their sensory awarenesses that you're having. And you couldn't have those things if you didn't have a body. So it's actually your body giving you that information. Now, the difference between somebody who is an X-Men is that they don't really have that separation between, um, like, like, you know, we've mentioned a little bit, like what's linear and what should make sense. So to them, the information comes all at once and they can't necessarily um, go, okay, well, this has nothing to do with me because it's a person yelling in the corner that doesn't really exist for them it's just a lot of information that comes all at once and it's super super intense like a thousand times more intense than it is for anybody else who can kind of logicize that information out of existence mm. <laughs> <laughs> and so i wonder truly like what capacities with bodies um we could all have if we allowed ourselves to receive that intensity of information, not just try to numb it down, you know, not just try to numb down the pain by taking that pill, like I mentioned. By the way, I never take Advil because they only sell them in America, but. (laughs) 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 Um, You know, it's like so many things that come up with bodies. I feel like we're always trying to numb them down Mm -hmm. and just kind of get rid of the pain, just make it feel better, just make it go away rather than really asking questions, which is, what you've mentioned a lot, Heather, and I know that you ask your body a lot of questions all the time. Um, like, what? Like, I would love to know personally. Like, what are some of your favorite questions to ask your body for stuff that's going on? Because, because it's quite a unique point of view, you know, to mm-hmm. make a question with that. Yeah, you know, and it's funny. I do, and I also just, I guess, I also be questioned with my body uh, yeah. in, in a really different way. Part of it is from all of those years of, of being a somatic therapist and I was a movement facilitator for a long time. And so I've always, my body's always been, I've, well, not all, well, I mean, I, yeah, I started dancing when I was two years old. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Shortly after I started walking, I started dancing. Um, And I was always like doing cheerleading and diving and gymnastics and, you know, doing all kinds of stuff with my body um, my whole life. So, um, but I, I, I think I just kind of, I got it or why, you know, when I was a teenager, um, I went through this really intense, um, very bizarre kind of illness, short term, but like really strange thing. And, um, it was actually brought on by some medication that I was taking. It was like this really rare side effect of this medication I was taking. Yeah. yeah and it, it kind of like destroyed my body in a way like it not, I mean, not like temporarily, like, you know, kind of destroyed my immune system and all these other things happened after this, these kind of like side effect, you know, illnesses or whatever. So I was sick for a few years and, um, and in different ways and, and it really just, I, my body became what, what was this amazing thing that I could like do anything with. And I was so athletic and it was just like always really easy for me. It wasn't, there was this period where it just 
like there was always something else kind of happening. And, um, and then I just got sick a lot and, you know, just, so I, I had to really, it was like really getting my attention, really getting my attention. And I had to, I had to start listening if I wanted to create something different. And that's when I started doing, you know, yoga and dance and, I discovered I was in school to become a social worker and I discovered I could do, there was even such a thing as somatic body centered psychotherapy. And I was like, Oh my gosh, dance therapy, like body therapy. Yes. You know? Yeah. And um, so I, everything that I studied, you know, and it wasn't the study of it, but it was like the, like this journey of embodiment in a way it was all about, like constantly listening to my body and playing with my body and finding out what the capacities were. And, and so it just has sort of become a way of life for me in a way. And of course there's times where I don't listen to my body. Um, but um, I guess just, just like recognizing that the, these bodies that we have, like they're, they're like, there are certain things that work really well for them and certain things that don't, and it changes all the time. And, the more we're in question, the more ease we have, the more joy we have, like the more aliveness we have. And I've, my body has really shown me that. Um, And with the illnesses that I've had over the years and when I'm not in question and I'm trying to figure out what's wrong, it doesn't work. But when I am in question, like, what would you like to eat? Would you like to eat? You know, what would you like to, where would you like to go? What would you like to do? Who, you know, what, like, what would you like to, like all these things, like, you know, what would you like to wear? These kind of standardish questions that we toss out, like they can make a huge difference because there's this energy there of honoring the body that yeah. is um, not really found anywhere else in this reality, you know, mm. and, um, and, nobody really talks about it. So it's, it becomes this thing that we get to start to choose to really create a different reality with our bodies. Um, And for me, it's just, my body is so much happier when I do that. So I just do. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. And you know, I'm I'm loving this conversation because I mean, we've done, um, you know, we've had chats on your show before and what I'm noticing is a huge difference is that usually on topics, it's like we we're like, oh, yeah, this is such a fun topic. And, and we'll like say stuff and like we'll like bounce off each other and it'll be like fast and it'll be like ideas. Blah, blah, blah. And this topic is so different. Yeah. That it's it's got such a different pace to it, but also such a different energy to it. And to me, that really represents actually this kind of undiscovered area that we so many people don't venture in, venture into and every yeah. time that we do venture into it it really is an exploration yeah and so it's so easy to look at this and go oh this is wrong or maybe I don't know maybe I don't really have a sense of it maybe I don't know what Dave and Heather are talking about but what if that's actually the energy of exploring something mm-hmm. by being the question which is you don't already have like 10 ideas that you just want to quickly rattle off because it's so fun to talk about them but it really is like having to be so present and I was thinking, okay, so what next? I love um, that. Yeah. And yeah. It's, it's, I mean, it's kind of a muscle in a way, right? Because we're really not taught to function that way with regards to anything. And even, I know for myself, even questions 
that I'll, I'll ask myself, you know, the, the exhaust consciousness tools. It's like, I've got all these questions and I'll ask them. And yet when it comes to my body, there's a very different sense of when I'm asking it because I'm actually asking it. I'm not just asking myself. Mm -hmm. So I've got to actually listen in a different way. I've got to be very present in a different way and not instantly start kind of looking for what that might be or getting a sense of anything, just really just kind of listening, but listening on a much bigger scale, not just for words or ideas, but really listening. Yeah. Yeah, that is so awesome. It's funny, I'm actually um, doing a, um, I guess it's like a telecall, but more, it's like a little mini program starting at the end of April, and it's called Body Show Me. And oh. it's actually, <laughs> yeah, so it's it's eight calls and some private sessions with me and some like energetic exercises to actually really explore that world like really go okay I'm gonna put my mind over here and I'm going to play in for two months of you know hey body like show me show me what you know show me what you would like to be show me what you'd like to look like show me what you know every day like cultivating this presence and this sort of following of our bodies that is not really in this reality um to um I'm excited. I'm, I love creating classes for me too. <laughs> you know, I'm like, yeah, I'm excited. To do <laughs> <laughs> I know the feeling. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and just really be, cause even with all the years of everything that I've been playing with, it's like, there's so, I get like, there's just so much more, you know, yeah. this is a, a never ending exploration. So, um, yeah, so we're actually at our first break, so we're going to just take a moment, and we will be back very shortly. Find out what makes the most successful people tick. Keep listening to the Voice America Empowerment Channel, voiceamericaempowerment.com. Have you always wondered what it would be like to have more fun, ease, joy, and success in your business? What if your business could be more fresh, vibrant, and thriving every day? Heather Nichols' Generative Business Pods program is a six-month business creation intensive of embodying question, choice, possibility, and contribution as the main elements for creating a dynamically different and wildly successful business. What if exponential growth in your business and income could come from being more of you? Find out more at heathernichols.com forward slash business pods. Hi, this is Dr. Dane here. Have you felt different your whole life? A dreamer? A seeker? An outsider? Always wrong no matter how hard you try? What if there's a completely different way of functioning in this reality? What if you, truly being you, could change everything and the world? If you'd like to find out, go to beingyouclass.com. Twelve years ago, I was on the verge of suicide, and I came into contact with some amazing tools that changed everything for me. Today, I live a life I couldn't even imagine possible at that time. I have the honor of traveling around the world facilitating thousands of people on how to change their lives with these very tools. I'd like to share some of them with you. Go to beingyouclass.com and sign up for my free video series. My gift to you. What if the tools to change everything are available now? Are you ready to explore these tools in this energy live? Is now the time? Go to beingyouclass.com. You know if this is for you. You always do. 
What would you say if I told you that you could change your life in only one hour and all while lying down relaxing? Thousands of people all over the world have. What am I talking about? It's called Access Consciousness The Bars. The Bars is an energetic body process that contains 32 different points on your head that when run assist you in releasing decisions about any area of your life that you have made solid and as a result cannot change. The BARS is the first class in Access Consciousness, a dynamic set of tools and information designed to transform any area of your life. When you have a BARS session, the worst that can happen is you feel like you had a fantastic massage. The best thing that can happen is your whole life could change. Go to accessconsciousness.com today to find a facilitator to schedule a private session or to find a BARS class in your area. Are you willing to give yourself an hour to change your life? Become a member of VoiceAmerica.com. It's easy and best of all, it's free. Start out by going to our homepage or any of our channels and click register at the top. Once you've created an account and signed in, you can create your own custom library, opt into our newsletter, search by show, host, guest, or topic of interest, or browse millions of hours of content across all of our Voice America radio channels. Membership gets you more. Visit VoiceAmerica.com today to get started and tailor the listening experience to your taste. Find out what makes the most successful people tick. Keep listening to the Voice America Empowerment Channel. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are listening to Creating Beyond Reality with Heather Nichols. If you have a question or comment about our program, please send an email to heather at heathernichols.com. That's heather at heathernichols.com. Now, back to Creating Beyond Reality. Welcome back, everybody. This is Heather Nichols, and we're here this week with Diva Diaz talking about the difference that bodies be. And, you know, we were just talking before we broke and then on our little break um, about how different this conversation is and like a different energy, a different kind of clip to it. And, and really this like uncharted territory of, the bodies, you know, what, what is it that our bodies know? What is it that your bodies know? What is it that our bodies be and that they would like to show us and um, for us to be aware of. And, um, and we were just giggling going, Oh my gosh, like, where are we going next? We have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> so where to? <laughs> yes. Where to? Well, you know what I just thought of? I remembered um, one of my favorite quotes from Gary Douglas, who's the founder of Access Consciousness, is that um, people with autism, and we'll talk about this in, in a second, but, you know, people with autism, we, we call them X-Men as well. Um, they are the question that no one else is willing to be. I love and, that quote. Right? Oh, my gosh. I, like, I often remember it at key moments, and it's just such a gift. And, yeah. you know, we talk a lot about being in the question, and and it's kind of, in many ways, easier said than done, Also, we think. But actually, when you start to function in the question, it's way easier than when you're not functioning from the question, which basically just means constantly not just never being in a sense of conclusion about what anything is or isn't and never having to categorize anything as good or bad or right or wrong. And luckily for X-Men, when they're actually being themselves and not pretending to be limited or messed up or wrong in any way, or right even, that's actually who they are. Like that's their natural way of being. Mm -hmm. They're not like 
conclusionary people. They're just not. They kind of look at the world from the, a hugely open perspective from that same sense that they, they really don't actually function from judgment. And so what that can create for a body is amazing. I mean, you spoke yeah. about, you know, kind of overcoming that illness that was so unexpected and rare and I know for me as well, I should have died on several occasions from getting random things in some of these amazing countries that I travel to and having doctors say to me, wow, you weren't hospitalized and you didn't die. Like what is going on? And, mm-hmm. you know, and, and just having this different space with our bodies from that space of being in the question and not instantly going into judgment or conclusion. Yeah, that's amazing. I mean, that, and it's it's funny because just even that uh, I don't even like, words are so interesting. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and this is where we lose function of our bodies. No, <laughs> I know, right? Like, my mouth does not know what I'm doing um, but this isn't so much about the body specifically, but just about this piece about being in the, like being a question. Um, Cause that, you know, for any of you that are listening that have done some access consciousness and you know, this conversation about asking questions and being in the question and being question. Um, I like, I actually, until recently, and I still sometimes do this, but I, like I've had this point of view sometimes of like, oh, I don't ask enough questions, you know, and um, and of course there's no question there, right? Um, <laughs> um, but just the reminder that I be a, I be question, I be a space of question that is so fast um, that. It's and I was in a class with Dane here, who's one of the founders of Access Consciousness. This past weekend, he was talking about this and how, you know, sometimes like the the like as soon as you get the awareness to ask the question, the awareness of the question actually shows up, and so then we have to like slow ourselves down to actually ask the question. Yes, and that exactly. was such a great reminder to me of well, I actually am. Like when you asked me, well, what questions do you ask your body? It was like, uh, you know, I do. <laughs> I do. Yeah. And the question that I be with my body is I get something very different, you know? Yeah. Um, and, um, and I think that's, I guess for me, there's a, when it comes to the question that I be with my body, there is this like, very implicit trust that I have of my body. And it's, Mm. that's been one of the gifts of, of all the things that have gone on over the years, like the different illnesses and health challenges I've had is that I went into such conclusionary reality with all of it. And like, this is how you fix this. And this is how you fix this. And this is how you change this. And even Mm. in the world of, you know, Eastern medicine or, you know, whatever, um, uh, you know, naturopathy or whatever. And, um, and as soon as I started doing access and really being a different space of question with my body and like really, really without a point of view, um, all, so many of my health challenges just changed. It just went away. Yeah. Um, and so what is the question that 
so many of us are actually being and maybe not acknowledging too that if we would acknowledge it, you know, would have that even that space even expand even more. Yeah, that's true. And it's funny because even when you say acknowledge it, how often do we think that by acknowledging something it means that we need to have the words in our mind of what it is or have a clear picture of it, you know, whereas the acknowledgement, the true acknowledgement of something can be something entirely different, which is just acknowledging, okay, am I being in the question right now? Cool. I am. All right. And just being present with that, not having to figure out what it's going to look like. I mean, I know for me personally, I love things to happen yesterday. (laughs) Why didn't they happen in the past? (laughs) You know? And so when I'm, a lot of times when I'm in the question about things, if, if I don't get the change instantly, it's so easy to go into, oh, this isn't working. I'm not being questioned. I haven't really, like you said, like I'm not asking enough questions mm-hmm. rather than allowing yourself to acknowledge, okay, this may take a second to actually change, um, but not, not going into the wrongness, which is instantly taking yourself out of that space of question, which is a space of possibility. Yeah. Yeah. And, and uh, apparently bodies don't like that so much. No, exactly. Well, and you know what's interesting as well. Like I've, like I know for me, like when I'm ignoring my body, it will just do something extreme that it knows I have to listen to. Like it will just give me a crazy pain that won't let me work, or it will just be so exhausted that I cannot stand up until I have to listen to it. And I wonder, like, how often are we letting our bodies? really have you know not letting them but getting to the point where our bodies have to yell and scream at us because we're not really listening to the whispers of what they're communicating to us daily which when you're being in the question you are actually listening to the whispers and I know for x-men listening to the whispers of things is incredibly easy because everything is so loud to them that the whisper isn't actually really good to them at all She's fairly loud. Just seems like a whisper to everyone else. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's great. Yeah. Wow. That was so cool. Oh, so I it's funny. People have asked me before. So, you know, tell me about like, talk about the, like the capacities that X-Men bodies have, you know? And I'm like, that actually to me is like, I'm, I always kind of respond with, well, start asking, you know, just start asking for your body to show you. Cause it's not like, yes, we, we could do all these things that they do in the movies, you know, (laughs) like, um, and I think people sometimes think that like they get fascinated about this conversation and then they're like, well, I should be able to like fly and, you know, um, and, um, and yet there are like X-Men bodies do have a lot of capacities and what can you say about that diva that like, I know you have a whole call coming up, so we don't want to like, you know, (laughs) <laughs> give away all the goods <laughs> of course of course <laughs> well you know I really something I, I'd say pretty much what you're saying it really is about asking your body to show you because I think so many things that we've defined as capacities 
are these things that are like magical and mysterious, like flying and walking through walls when, yeah, of course those are lovely. However, our bodies are doing miraculous things every day that we're not even recognizing. Like those days when you're so busy and you touch the boiling hot stove and you should probably have burnt yourself. But in that moment you're like, no, this isn't happening. (laughs) I've got way too much on. And then suddenly there's no injury there. You know, like all these little things that are going on really to me show us like the the huge ability that we have to interact with our bodies um, in a very different way, just mm. based on, on what we're willing to be. It's like we can go into judgment instantly and conclusion and make everything more difficult or we can constantly be like, okay, so what's, what's it going to take to change this? And I know that, that sounds kind of boring when you're wanting to fly through the skies and walk through walls, <laughs> but that really is the beginning, you know, because it's like, it's, it's kind of like the way that I say it, it's like, you know, we have these conflictual realities in our minds. Like, I want to be a millionaire, yet if somebody buys me coffee, I feel guilty, like I need to buy them one back, which is the <laughs> antithesis of receiving money, you know? So we have these like conflictual realities and how many do we have with our bodies too? It's like, hey, I want my superpowers. But if I eat a slice of cake, I'm going to judge myself so much and I'm going to convince myself that I'm gaining 10 pounds. Mm. Well, if you've got that point of view, you're actually going to even see any of these miracles and miraculous things when they show up. So to me that there is like a a first step that we have to make, which is really getting out of our own heads and out of our own way and letting our body show us like, like your new program. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Well, it's funny because if you eat a piece of cake and you have the point of view that you're going to gain 10 pounds, you will, you know, (laughs) or at least you'll see that, like you'll, you'll see your body in that way. And that is, that's amazing to me. I mean, to me, that's a capacity is to create our reality based on our points of view. It's a capacity that we use against us, you know, um, or the, you know, turning the cake into 10 pounds, like, that's actually a capacity gone, you know, awry or whatever, <laughs> like, yeah. or not even, I mean, if there isn't any judgment to it, it's like, it's just something that you did. Cool. You created that. What else can you create? You know? Yes. And um, the, the capacity to change our points of view is also something that I think X-Men have a lot more ease with because we don't tend to really have points of view. We just are aware of lots of points of view. And, um, yeah. and so to be able to just let go of something and be like, Oh, just kidding. You know, like with the water, like, <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, that's not happening. I'm not burned. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, and it's so true. Cause even like, if you think about how um, extremely aware X-Men are, you know, they're the kind of people that it's like, if they're around somebody who's depressed within a few moments, they're depressed. Or if somebody's got like some kind of pent up anger going on, you can bet anything that the X-Men is going to be the one blurting out the most inappropriate <laughs> things that everybody else wants to be saying, but no one is saying. So they're like these intensely energetically aware people. Mm-hmm. And that's, that also can show up in the body in the sense that if you're around somebody and they've got lots of aches and pain, you might start feeling a lot of that in your body too, you know, and thinking like, oh, I'm always sick. Oh, I've always got a headache. I've always got whatever. But if you can take any of that and the moment you start thinking, I've got this, just turn it into a question. Like, what Mm -hmm. is this really? You know, like you've been saying, having a long, like being that question, I mean, 
the first step is really just noticing even when you're not in the question. And mm-hmm. it's not always so easy to notice when you're not in the question because you're just convinced. You're like, but no, look, I genuinely have a headache. And it's not to say you don't have a headache and you're lying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you liars. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was speaking to myself earlier. <laughs> but it's more like to, <laughs> to really just allow yourself to, to have a different possibility and start going, okay, so apparently my head is hurting. Like, body, what are you showing me here? Like, what is going on? Because um, it's a great source of information. Um, truly, it may not seem that way if you have a headache, but once you notice that, you might start to have a lot more of, of well, a lot more information. Sorry, of where other people are functioning from that your body's giving you. Um, yeah, you know, intel on. <laughs> yeah, totally. And and it's like that. That's part of the willingness to be different, you know. And yeah. And that's one of the great gifts of this, these conversations for me is, is that like recognizing, okay, if I am going to have this reality, if I am going to function from that, you know, um, capacity to change things and take a different point of view and ask a different question, um, that is really different. You know, it is like, it's not, I mean, there's all these amazing stories about, you know, things that people have changed with their bodies with these tools that are really not supposed to be, you know, I mean, lots of stories about body processes that, you know, people have healed cancer. They've changed, you know, stuff that terminal things, you know, Um, I mean, my, my, uh, my story of my, uh, my seasonal allergies, like I did everything to try to get rid of those suckers. And it was like, you know, the Chinese medicine and the homeopathy and the, like everything, everything, everything didn't work, didn't work. I did all the diets. I did all the right stuff, all the right stuff, you know, notice there was no question and I don't have allergies anymore. And I am like, you know, I, my diet is like, according to this reality, way worse than it used to be when I was like (laughs) battling my allergies, you know? And it's funny. I just realized I'm like, Oh, it's April 3rd. Like normally by, you know, not normally, but years ago, by now, I'd be like full swing into like wanting to rip my nose off my face, you know, and being like, oh my God, when are the trees going to get all their leaves, you know? And I'm like, oh, it's spring. I didn't even notice, you know? (laughs) That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's, but that's exactly the, like the energy of it. It's like you make a choice to be the question. You make a choice to use a tool. You make the choice to create something using a clearing statement. And then some line or weeks or hours, you go, oh, that's different. It's not like you do it and you instant. I mean, you do instantaneously get the result, but it really is based on all of the tiny little choices that you make every day. Yeah. 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 And people have asked me, like, how did you, how did you change that? And it's like, or like, what body process did you run? It's like, no, that's not yeah. it. You know, it's just choosing and, uh, and being questioned and getting out of judgment, you know, which yeah. is, which is really being us, you know, when we are not doing judgment, we are being us so much more and our bodies kind of like that. <laughs> yeah, truly. And our bodies are also often the target of the most judgment, like yeah, for everything. I mean, how often, even if we are tired, we judge that that's bad. Mm-hmm. like I know for me like if I'm tired I'm like no this is terrible I'm weak 
and I'm, <laughs> you know, I'm a bit of an extremist, but it's like, what if literally everything is our body giving us information? And it's so often I find, you know, that we're kind of like hurling all of this judgment at our bodies and our poor bodies are like, uh, we're just trying to help you out here. <laughs> so, I know. so yeah, even just with changing that, like how much could our bodies have a lot more ease with everything? Yeah. True story. <laughs> yeah. Um, I was just going to say something and I totally, it totally left my head. So <laughs> <laughs> I love it. We're melting, melting yeah. the bodies, melting the minds. <laughs> well, actually that's, that's another thing I, I want to just touch on too, is that, that, that was a, you know, when I was doing the somatic psychotherapy and the movement stuff, that was a huge part of that work was, oh man, when you really get present with your body, you actually, like the mind does go by the wayside. Like it's, it's an amazing gift for uh, like a tool in a way, you know, for letting go of our thinking and our minds. Like when you're I mean, I know for me, like if I'm exercising or having sex or, you know, doing something that's really fun for me with my body, I am not thinking. Um, yeah, and true. it can be, so it can be an awesome, it's one of my favorite like tools in a way, I guess, you know, you would say like to shift the energy is what's required, you know, what can I do? And a lot of times it's my body's like go for a hike or go for a run or whatever. Um, and it just gets me out of those thoughts and the, you know, intensity of my mind and into. That is so true. Yeah. Yeah. And it's funny that you're saying that your body's like, Hey, go for a run or something. Cause some of the, the periods in my life that have been more challenging, the only thing that I can think of doing is either going for a, a run or doing some yoga mm-hmm. or going out for a walk. It's like, you know, obviously kind of like in more extreme situations, but but still those are the moments where like finally I have chosen to actually receive from my body. Yeah. And, you know, and as you're as you know, as we're having this conversation, I'm really grateful because I wonder really like how much more could we all be receiving from our bodies that we haven't like haven't even touched on, you know, like what if this truly is not even accepted at the tip of the iceberg of what's possible here? Yeah. Yeah. It, you know, this weekend in the, in the SOP class that I was in, um, Dane here, the facilitator, um, he, and I, I, it's funny cause I only remember one of the things that he said, but it's relevant to this. He said, if you really want to change your life, do two things every day. The first one, I don't remember recording, but the second one was exercise every day. Yeah. And I've never heard him say that, you know, it's not like a, we talk about exercise and access a lot, you know, I mean, we do talk about yeah. bodies and movement and stuff, but exercise every day. It was like, yeah, you know, I mean, I, it's something that I do and it's a huge gift in my world to, my body gets really cranky with me if I don't move. Oh, yeah. And I love that you're saying this actually, because I think for a lot of people who are on kind of like a self-development journey or whatever you want to call it, um, for me personally, I used to work out a lot and I was so active. I mean, I was a classical ballet dancer from the age of three mm-hmm. until 20. So like extreme kind of like things with my body was really fun for me. It was never torturous. 
And the moment that I started being like, oh, I'm going to kind of, you know, discover all this other stuff about myself, I just kind of forgot that my body existed. And I was like, yeah, yeah, I'll get to that later. Mm. Yeah, yeah, like I'll eat a bit of healthy food, but let me just sort out all of this stuff in my mind first. <laughs> and, and my body really suffered for it. Um, and I don't mean in the traditional ways, like it suffered because of X, Y, Z, but, but in the sense that I can really perceive when it just really wants to move and it, and it has so much energy. Um, and so, yeah, like love that you're saying that because I think it's so easy for us to prioritize our life mm-hmm. above our bodies as though our bodies are a huge part of our life. I mean, we couldn't even be here if it wasn't for our bodies. Yeah, totally. Yep. So we just have a few more minutes. Um, uh, let, how can people, uh, if they want to come and play on your call, um, or if they hear this later, um, I'm assuming maybe they could get the recording. Um, yeah. How can they? How can they find you and the and that? Thank you. Yeah, um, the best place is accessconsciousness.com forward slash Diva Diaz. You can see all my stuff there, my upcoming classes, and then there's also um, divadiaz.com where I have a thousand things from videos, tools, tables, and all of that stuff. So yeah, cool. I'm around. I'm online. Around. <laughs> Easy to find. Exactly. Cool. Cool. Um, and uh, my uh, eight-week class that I'm doing, um, Body Show Me, I'm so excited about. Um, that starts, when does it start? Um, April 22nd. And um, you can go to heathernichols.com slash body show me if you want to find out more about it. It's basically eight a call. Um, well, it's eight calls. I don't know if it's a call a week. It's might be over a little bit more than eight weeks, but, um, and private sessions with me and some energetic exercises and just like a real immersion and hi body. What can we create? And what would you like me to know? And what can we, you know, like really including our body in the creation of everything. Um, so I am very much looking forward to that. That sounds awesome. I know. Check it out. Awesome. Cool. Well, anything else in the last minute here that you want to say or ask people or? I would just say, I mean, you know, this call has been such a gift. So thank you so much. And I'm really even just recognizing the energy of this conversation that we're having and how it's so undefined and, going in a ton of different directions if if you have the sense of that like what if that's actually the energy of you being in the question with your body Mm. Um, it's not something that's wrong it's not that you don't know or you don't have the right answer but really what if this is kind of like a kind of I don't know like an uncharted territory that we can now begin to explore in a different way yes please I love it (laughs) I love it and what contribution is that to the earth as well Um, oh yes yeah, a whole other topic um, that we could just dive into, you know? <laughs> so, yeah. Cool. Well, thank you, Diva, so much for being here. It's always a total pleasure to chat with you. And, oh, um, you're so welcome. Thank you as well. Yeah. It's been so fun. Yeah, and thanks, everybody, for being here. And um, we'll be back next week with more. Bye for now. Thank you for joining us today for Creating Beyond Reality. 
Make sure to join Heather Nichols again next Monday at noon Pacific and 9 p.m. Central European Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel for another adventure into the brilliance of you. Have an amazing week of possibility and creation.